of America, Washington, D.C., signing on. Listening to Radio Contra, the podcast of AmericanPartisan.org, and hosted by me, the Commandante of the Mossy Oak Militia, coming at you on the airwaves once more on this beautiful late September day. And it is great to be with all of you out there. What an interesting world we are living in today. Just weeks after. The Biden war statement, the grand declaration of war coming from Independence Hall amid the red background and the two Marines being used as props, where he repeatedly proclaimed that political violence had no place in America. We are... Uh, Subjected to that very same political violence, we have a story coming out of North Dakota. Uh, A 41-year-old by the name of Shannon Brandt, who has uh, run over in a hit-and-run, 18-year-old Kaylor Ellingson. Kaylor Ellingson was an 18-year-old kid and uh, Republican at a Republican event, and this guy ran him down in the state of North Dakota. Uh, Ran him over because of the kid's conservative views, and now has been released on a $50,000 secured bond. Uh, $50,000 secured bond. He probably put up $5,000 and has a bail bondsman uh, that has supervised his release uh, and will be supervising his release. He's been charged with vehicular homicide as well as leaving the scene of a deadly accident. This was uh, a hit and run. It is premeditated murder by anyone's estimation here, and yet they're calling this vehicular homicide. Um, Indeed, indeed, we have uh, no room for political violence, as we were told by the president in his grand declaration of domestic war 
on MAGA extremists, as he put it. MAGA, uh, make America great again, Republicans. So the question that I have as a make America great adherent myself, and I'm sure a great number of you out there are, is if, if political violence has no place, if political violence has no place in our society, why are the Democrats silent on this today? Why have they made excuses in many cases uh, on their social media outlets? Where is the outrage? And why are there no calls for the president to disavow these activities? Where is the media hounding? Where is the, um, the, the claims of civil rights abuses? Where is all of this? It's a rhetorical question because we all know the answer. We all know exactly what the answer is here. We know that there will be none, that there will be no justice. And I will also point this out. I'll take this opportunity to make a, a small prediction, if you will. This man's charges are going to be quietly swept under the rug. He's going to get continuance after continuance. He's going to get high-profile defense attorneys that are going to make sure that the media has a complete blackout on this, and the media is going to be complicit in it, and these charges are going to get quietly dropped a year from now. I am hoping I am wrong on this. I am certainly hoping that I am wrong but I have this eerie way of not being wrong about these things. And, of course, that is why we have a uh, rapidly growing audience here on Radio Contra and why American Partisan has a rapid, rapidly growing audience and why the demand is as high as it is. Because I point these things out. And we all know that it's true. Okay, we all know that it's true. My more important question is, is how long does a people's patience last? Because when we compare and contrast this case to the case of Heather Heyer, where James Fields was being pursued by armed assailants, he was being pursued by armed assailants in Charlottesville, Virginia. Okay, the Unite the Right rally, let's, you know, Back up for a minute. Let's look at the facts. He was being chased by people with AR-15s saying they were going to kill him in his Dodge Challenger. And he was doing everything he could to get out. Now, I know plenty of people who were on the ground, not at the rally, but were on the ground in a public capacity trying to keep the peace there. And the the hurting that was done, the intentional pushing of the uh, marchers themselves into the counter-protesters. It was a recipe for violence, and everybody knew it. Everybody in the city of Charlottesville knew it, okay? And here we have, you know, a, a, a example, a recipe for violence that was being created there. And I'm sorry, Heather, Heather Heyer was morbidly obese. She was near the car fell over and died. But nobody who was actually struck by that vehicle died. Now, was James Fields in the wrong? Yeah, I mean, he drove his car into a crowd. Yeah, obviously. But he had charges stacked against him. 
including the opening of federal civil rights investigation, right? Federal civil rights investigation was opened up against him. Now, he's sitting in prison. Compare and contrast the reaction. So, for people in America, we're simply asking for equity. We're simply asking for justice. Where is it? Where is the law on this one? Why is this man able to go free? Why is this man out of jail, out of incarceration right now after robbing an 18-year-old man of his life? This was all based on political views. It is a very sad state of affairs where we are here in America, but this blame lay solely at the feet of Joe Biden. Political violence has no place in our country unless, of course, you are the right category. Unless, of course, you are the kind of political activist we like. Isn't that right? Because that is the argument that's being made. It's a sad state of affairs and it leads nowhere good. How long before it hits the boiling point? This is going to get out of hand and out of hand in a hurry. I will boldly say that the left has no place in America. No place whatsoever. They are violent. They are vain. They are hopped up on every medication known to man. And they are creating toxic conditions for anyone who wants to live in this country. We're getting fed up with it. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Looking at this, we have to say that this is the new normal in America. This is the direction that we are being pushed. And of course, out of the government, the government is more concentrated on foreign policy, which has very little to do, and in every single case that I can think of, is toxic to American interests, to Americans here at home. Just look at the gas prices. Now, why is that? Why is that? Because we're supporting Ukraine. Look at your taxes. Going up, the price on everything is going up. The consumer price index is through the roof. Why? Ukraine. We're all, we, we, we are all centered on and being propagandized to this trumped up regime in Ukraine that has absolutely zero benefit for Main Street, but benefits the industrialists alone. And they have pushed and pushed and pushed. And now they have another nuclear armed power who is threatening nuclear war. The elites can hide into their bunkers. What of us? We're going to be left fending on our own against their orcs and their goon squads in the streets. Folks, if you're not taking this stuff seriously and doing everything humanly possible with every waking moment of the day to get yourself in a better position for what's coming... I'm telling you, you know, we're all behind the power curve. I'm behind the power curve. Everybody's behind the power curve. You have to sit down with a notebook and write out your deficiencies and how to make it better. And understand that a good portion of the people of this country want you dead. Let that sink in. They want you dead. 
They're claiming it. They're saying it. And now they're out there doing it. Meanwhile, the best that our government can do is instead of making peace, continuing to make war. War abroad. One that you're going to have to foot the bill for. Both financially and in blood. The blood of your son's and daughters. Quick shout out to the show sponsors. My very good friend, Joe Dolio, frequent guest of the show. TacticalWisdom.com. TacticalWisdom.com is for volume series that are available both on his website as well as on Amazon. And I frequently put up links over on AmericanPartisan.org to it. Great books, biblically based, wonderfully written, very simple to follow tactical manuals written by a guy who has definitely been there, done that, and uh, is more than willing to share what he knows. All around great guy, Joe Dolio with TacticalWisdom.com. Civil Defense Manual, the two-volume set written by my friend Jack Lawson. I wrote the communications chapter in it. So, great stuff. Uh, definitely great stuff. Great work in those books. If there was a two-volume set that was a comprehensive guide on how to get prepared, that's it. So definitely check that out. CivilDefenseManual.com Last and certainly not, on, not least on the list, Blacksmith Publishing. Uh, my very good friend, Paul LeFevre, and his partner in crime over there, Mike Blackburn, both longtime legendary Special Forces veterans, instructors at the small unit tactics course of the qualification course for Special Forces. They very famously co-authored the um, small unit tactics handbook for the United States Army which is just an incredible work, but they've got a lot of other really good stuff as well available on their website, blacksmithpublishing.com, as well as on Amazon. So definitely go check those out. So one of the things that I want to talk about, since we know that this is the new normal in America, we're being exposed to the new normal in America, is the telegraphing of intent. And it is really important to understand that narratives are framed. Narratives are created. Narratives must be used in a propagandized fashion to foment the intent for what is going to come. And the government does this. Government has, uh, you know, been doing this. Governments have done this for literally as long as, as humankind. I mean, we know that psychological warfare, propaganda, uh, it's, it's all part and parcel of warfare. But it's important to understand when it is being done and how to process what that propaganda actually is and the psychological warfare that's going on. And one of the most recent examples that I can think of is the whole Q narrative. And so um, the era that was leading up to the January 6th uh, protest at the Capitol, some call it an insurrection, a riot, what have you. Um, I say just a, a handful of people went into the Capitol building 
paled in comparison to what the left did months earlier, the Black Lives Matter riots, the burning down uh, on our city streets um, that we were subjected to since at least 2012 that we've seen uh, the mostly peaceful protests, what have you. But none of that matters, right? The, the period of time between the stolen election, which the election was stolen, Okay, the election was stolen. There's there's a huge amount of voter irregularity, voter fraud, the voting machines which were hacked, and the ratification of the electoral college vote and the installation of Joe Biden into the presidency of the United States. We were subjected to this narrative, this mysterious cue character, right? And it showed up on uh, 4chan, 8chan, so on and so forth out there. And it was really a bridge to nowhere. Uh, very reminiscent Operation Trust in the uh, era just after the Russian Revolution, Operation Trust, so that the, the people, the partisans who were on the conservative side would lay down their arms and do little to nothing. Uh, if you just trust the plan, there's a secret cable of people who are going to take control and everything's going to be good and we're going to turn back the clock, right? Except that none of these things happened. None of these things were going to happen. And we were fed with a very healthy dose of nonsense, especially into the alternative media. Stories of gunfights and servers. And while some of the elements of the story were certainly possible and even plausible, we know that the best lies are the ones that are always closest to the truth. There was not a secret cable of anyone who was going to turn back the clock and return America to its constitutional state. Rather, there was a secret cable of individuals who were going to take all of your freedoms from you, all of your rights from you, while you were going to sit down and do nothing. Pacification was the game. That brings us to a very interesting point in which we're, we find ourselves today, where we have... The narratives that have been spun, these MAGA forces, quote unquote, and a lot of very angry and very capable veterans uh, that I am very proud to be a small contingent of, where we're finding ourselves being castigated. And the telegraphing of a tent certainly out there. Now, it's very interesting to recognize that in propaganda, you have two targets. You have your targeted audience that you are trying to win over, that you are trying to foment support among, and then you have your targeted people, right? Your actual target, the people you're galvanizing your base against. Well, you know, in my travels, I see a lot of things, and I'm kind of a suspicious observer uh, in and of myself, and I have, uh, growing up at the very, very end of the Cold War and into the 90s, I have a, a keen fascination with military fiction, wartime fiction, spy fiction, even. I uh, find that it's really entertaining. Uh, can be, at least. A lot of the classics from the Cold War are a heck of a lot better than the stuff that's being made now. But a lot of the things that are being made now are written specifically to telegraph intent. And so you have uh, the Brad Thor books, for example, which, you know, always boil down to very canned 
uh, cookie cutter, bland stories that are always, you know, Russia man bad, American spy man good, um, you know, tactical tropes and Magpul and Black Rifle Coffee Company and all that kind of BS, right? And that's kind of where it all goes. And, you know, I mean, whatever. Um, and, and you know, it's, it's coming out that a lot of these paperbacks sell less than 20,000 copies. Um, but, you know, you see them in every airport. You see them in every bookstore. It's pushed into your, your feeds and whatever. You know, nice reviews are written of them. And this is all just propaganda from the military-industrial complex and the intelligence-industrial complex uh, that's, that's out there. And anyhow, one of these books caught my eye. And it was, uh, you know, Tom Clancy's, because Tom Clancy's been dead for a long time now, almost a decade, I think. And, um, you know, they keep using his name because he's, he's a brand name, right? Tom Clancy. And so you get Tom Clancy and you get this uh, fantasy land. Everything is awesome on uh, Mordor on the Potomac and there's so much, you know, so superior to everybody else in the entire world and uh, America flag waving and, and whatever. And, you know, even, even your max boot types get behind this crap and your neocons and, and whatever, right? Even though Tom Clancy's been dead for a really long time, they just keep rolling him out there because they know that a very specific audience will continue to read this stuff. So <clears throat> there's another book that has just been released, called The Black Order. The Black Order. Very, very interesting. The Black Order, it sounds evil, right? Because we've got black in the name. It's connotation. And uh, The Black Order, it's got this uh, AK-47 with uh, superimposed with the U.S. Capitol on the back of it. And, of course, down in the bottom. So it's really ominous looking. And, of course, they used an AK. They didn't use an AR because we know all the bad guys use AKs, right? At least that's what we're told. And uh, created by Tom Clancy and Steve Pachinik. Huh. Tom Clancy and Steve Pachinik. Written by Jeff Rovin. Hmm. Let's get a synopsis of this. So... In the action-packed thriller in the New York Times best-selling series on uh, New York Times, see, it's uh, it's legitimate. It's in the New York Times. All the boomers like it. America's elite task force, right? Because everything is elite. Everything has a task, and everything is a force. It's an elite task force. Must take down a group of ruthless, ruthless domestic terrorists determined to paralyze the country through extreme acts of violence. Hmm. Okay, tell me more. They are known as the Black Order. Ooh, the Black Order. Self-proclaimed patriots and survivalists. Ooh, huh. They refuse to surrender their values and beliefs to the left-leaning cultural and progressive forces threatening their nation. Military veterans and high-tech specialists, they've begun a savage war that includes public assassinations of politicians and celebrities with high-profile bombings striking without warning or mercy. The Black Order wants nothing less than complete capitulation by the U.S. government, giving them free reign to make their ideologies the law of the land. Ooh. Hmm. Only Op Center's Black Wasp 
Black Wasp. I, I thought the bad guys were Black Order, and now we've got a group called Black Wasp. Okay. Only Ob Center's Black Wasp, a skilled team of military operatives answerable to the president, can defeat these militant revolutionaries. But even as Admiral Chase Williams, oh, well, wow, what a name, and his agents force them on the run, Black Order. The Black Wasp, Black I can't I can't keep up. There's too many too many of these groups called Black. Uh, possess a weapon of mass destruction that they will not hesitate to unleash against millions of innocent civilians. Oh, um, and I'm sure they. Uh, I'm not going to waste time reading this book. I'm sure it's a, a pay, real page turner. Uh, but. I'm sure that they got their their weapon of mass destruction from the Russians because Russia man bad, right? Um, okay, so bad guy is obviously military veterans and high-tech specialists, okay? Um, patriots and survivalists, so right-wing guys, right? We can say right-wing guys because conservatives, right-wing folks, Patriots to America. We love our country. We want we want America uh, the way that it is. It's you know greatest country on earth. All we want is a return to our constitutional freedoms, our constitutional principles. Right? It's not a living document, uh, as as we're being told. We want uh, a sanity, a return to sanity. But we have this. We have this narrative that's being written, right? This is known as propaganda or specifically pre-propaganda. It's written to a very specific audience. The max boot types, the uh, military industrial types, the people who read uh, things like War on the Rocks, right? It's it's aimed at that crowd of the internet and is drawing on those people to rely on a very specific narrative. The very same narrative that the president regurgitates when he uses terms like MAGA forces. This is exactly what he is talking about. Folks, they're telegraphing intent. But it's very interesting. We have Tom Clancy here. Tom Clancy's been dead for over a decade. And I highly doubt that he would have allowed some kind of drivel like this uh, to be published because Tom Clancy was a fairly conservative guy. I mean, he had some... Uh, certainly some neocon leanings later on, you know, in the 2000s, post 9-11 era. But then again, we all did, right? We all did. But there's another name there that is quite interesting and one that you might recognize if you are a purveyor of the alternative media. And that is Steve Pachinik. So, who is Steve Pachenik? Who is this guy? Why is he significant? And why is he significant in this propagandized drivel of a book that we have out there? Well, you might recognize his name from InfoWars. He was the frequent guest of Alex Jones, a purveyor of the Q narrative, the guy who was the driving force behind the Q narrative, and now we have him writing or at least giving the green light to have his name added to pre-propaganda where the very same audience 
that he has enjoyed over the years because he has been on InfoWars for a long period of time. Now is writing a book where that same audience, at least some element of that same audience, is the enemy. Dwell on that one. Steve Pachenik's very interesting guy. He's a Cuban-American born author, publisher, and conspiracy theorist, as well as a psychiatrist. He's a former consultant to the United States Department of State. According to Wikipedia, he's made several appearances on InfoWars. He claimed that the September 11th attacks and the Sandy Hook shooting were false flag operations. The very same information that was being fed that now has Alex Jones quite literally in trial after trial after trial, civil litigation after civil litigation, shutting him down, which is all in a concerted effort to shut him down, and to recognize that the First Amendment is on trial in every one of these cases. Where did that information originally come from? Steve Pachenik. Where did this book come from? At least in part, Steve Pachenik. He's still working for the United States government. He's still working to circumvent alternative media. He's still working to circumvent truth in the United States by planting the very seeds that he knows creates a feedback loop that can later on be used against everyone who purveys these ideas. And now it's being exposed that he is helping to write and facilitate pre-propaganda against patriots here in the United States. Folks, you better wake up. There's a war going on right now against us. Right now, they are telegraphing their intent. That's exactly what this book is. That's exactly what's written here. And even though you will probably never read that book, I know I won't because I don't need to. Understand that it is a telegraphing of exactly what they think and what they think of us. Get yourselves ready, folks. You need to be making those preparations now. You need to be getting as much training as you can right now. Get it all in. They're declaring war. Right? There is nothing good that can come out of any of this. There is nothing good that can come out of the lies, out of the economic turmoil, out of the wanton damage and destruction that we are seeing to the interior of the United States that is literally ripping the people apart. And now we have violence. We have pre-propaganda against the good people who simply are fighting for sanity, normalcy, and their rights here in America. And they're, they, we, we have violence against them, violence against us, and now they're propagandizing even further violence with these mysterious groups that only answer to the president of the United States. Interesting. Interesting times in which we live, folks. Take your training seriously. Brushbeater.org slash training calendar. Brushbeater.org slash training calendar. Definitely check that out. Get in on the training and get it 
while you can. God bless, and I'll be talking to you again very, very soon. This is NC Scout, out. Let's go.